Hello everyone, welcome to Disruption Works Chit Chat, talking about chatbots, voice development, and how technology can help overcome challenges and be deployed in your organization. Hello everyone and welcome to Disruption Works Chit Chat with Sean and Steve. Steve, very nearly Christmas. Is it? Does it feel Christmassy to you? Oh, it certainly does. Yeah, I'm I'm very Christmassy now. We've had some absolutely massive wins towards the end of this year, and I'm really happy. <laughs> so, so it's all Christmas over here. I'm really really pleased with that. I, I think that we thought that we were coasting into Christmas, and we've been busier than ever. So. No, it's been <laughs> nuts. Absolutely crazy busy, which is great. And it looks like 22 is going to be a big year for us. So, so yeah, really excited, and I'm feeling very festive because of it <laughs> and, and i probably and i promise anybody that's listening that we we may have just had a big lunch but i haven't had any drink um, <laughs> but i i'm tipsy on the fact that we've we're doing well the jury is out <laughs> um now last podcast of the year and we've both done our own little thing that we've planned for each other on today's podcast so my sort of prep if you like was that i was going to just shout back to some of the podcasts that we've done previously over the course of this year and then just ask you to give us your hot take on it really if things changed are things even more relevant than when we mentioned them and so on and so forth so the first one I wanted to mention Steve was uh, one of our very first podcasts which was around chatbots for restaurants how the small stuff mattered and within that we asked about dress code and how that made the user feel they couldn't get that information on the website what's your hot take on that well absolutely still relevant and uh, I think the the stats that are coming out of the restaurant chatbots we've got running in the moment are that this is this is one of the top topics actually because of the season as much as anything you know so now stuff like dress code and then the small pieces of information that you'd never hold on your website are really important and they're really easy to put into a chatbot so it's perfect saves that call you know and, and we're seeing real drops in calls coming in but against building booking so you know it's it works really well you know this it's a really important part so none of that that we were talking about in july is becoming relevant now you know it's absolutely relevant okay and then i guess something that should be even more relevant now than when we spoke about it earlier was we spoke about chatbots for business continuity yeah yeah same same deal you know we've got we're at the end of 21 and we've just uh getting all sorts of uh, shakes and uh, tremors about having some sort of uh, fire break um, uh, after Christmas, you know, and that continuity is so important to to make sure that you can keep your messages going out without bombarding your team when they're working remotely with calls. You know, all that type of stuff needs needs some help, you know, and, and again, this is this is really important. We've also had some big outages in a different continuity way. Uh, with some big systems being out and um, and again the chatbots there to take that up and make sure that you're, you're there all the time whether it be social or whether it be on your website if your website's still available of course you know so spreading the load is really important yeah and I think in that we had a client who changed phone systems and then the phone system went down yeah. so obviously that just causes pandemonium but luckily the chatbot was able to come in and pick up some of that load we changed the messages for them really quickly and that was just a bit of a lifesaver I guess in terms of just coming back to the massive stack of peed off customers and yeah massive stack of inquiries so yeah okay good stuff let's see what else I've got 
on my little list here. Here's, here's one back from in September. We were talking about chatbots for charities. Well, that's um, that's grown strength to strength now. Um, we've got multiple charities coming into us for chatbots, and um, and we're seeing really nice stats with these steady traffic that's coming in um, uh, and starting to to help people find information that wouldn't necessarily be again posted on a website. You've got small pieces of information that are really useful. Signposting within the website when there's so much information on there, um, but kind of supporting the the people by taking off the little queries that can really clog up phone lines, especially when you've got limited uh, time. You know, charities don't necessarily run 24-7 contact centres because they can't afford it. You know, so they're only there, especially the local operated ones like uh, the HUK partners. Um, you know, they're only there a certain amount of the day because they want to be as frugal as they can with their funds to offer the end uh, client their support. So then having that other facility that can also link into funding um, means that the charities have got a good route to carry on extending their reach and extending their service, you know, and it's becoming much more a much bigger thing for us, for for people um, who, who are running their own charities now. And I think the thing that we didn't mention back at the time that's that's come to my mind of late is that as a donator, you want to think that every pound that you give to that charity is 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 used to, for good. So yeah. in a way, you don't want to think that that pound was wasted on someone answering a phone about something that wasn't even relevant when actually a chatbot could have helped deal with that inquiry instead. Or, or something that's not super important, you know, because uh, the thing is, all charities have like very serious problems that they they're trying to help with and and support uh, but there's always a range and they'll have some simple stuff that they'll want to support and the chatbot can still support them with the simple stuff you know if we're taking an age uk partner which is you know obviously one of the our really nice clients for this year um they have things like um they have calls in coming asking about uh, gardening or something like that you know could you recommend a gardener or i want to get my garden done it's starting to get overgrown and they would recommend somebody well that's nice and it's nice that they could phone in but it, if the chatbot can actually just do that for them and will do that for them then that's easy you know it's, it's straightforward it gives them some deep contact details and they can go straight through with the knowledge that actually age uk have kind of approved them they're one of their trusted providers and they can get that and it's the same information that an agent would have given them but then if somebody's really needs support in a you know from a mental health perspective and things like that then that's when an empathetic agent should be picking the phone up to them not just to give them a telephone number for for a gardener yeah Okay, good. Here's a good one then um, from a previous one. We'd previously spoke about um, how to deploy a chatbot without it becoming a huge project. Now, we've actually done something our end to help, you know, that that, that very process in terms of our new package, the, the chatbot essentials. Do you want to touch on that? Well, I think um, we both came to the opinion on this uh, in the way that uh, the big barrier for chatbot deployment was the amount of effort that the client would have to put in place and you know and then seeing it as a bigger project than it actually was um, but also we know now from the sectors that we deal with what their core um, 
conversations are and those core conversations usually add up to 50 or 60 percent of the incoming queries anyway so by being able to cover those off quite quickly and then having some levels of personalization to add the extra you know few percent on so that you're really having an impact the essential packages are really useful to, uh, to just get something in quickly with such a minimal overhead for the client you know they don't really have to think about it the logic's already done we know what the core questions are because you know they're a restaurant or they're a, uh, a charity or tourist attraction whatever they may be we do actually know what they are and because we have that information then we've kind of shared that with the new clients that are coming on board on the essentials and they get something that's not it's not as big a, a um, uh, project as they would have had if they they do some of our really big bespoke chatbots but it's a massively good starting point and it covers a good percentage of their incoming inquiries and then if they want to extend it later they can it's you know it's not a not fixed in space but it gives them the option then to have something quickly really quickly like in days um, and um, and something that can actually uh, give them the impact of their business without costing the earth internally in time but also uh, from a package perspective you know so it's, it's a it's good value all round really yeah i think that's a, a and this is going to be a big thing for 2022 i think it's just a really quick deployable chatbot which has got all the logic all the faqs in there you can add in those those ones that maybe fall outside of what we've captured already it's just a really simple project to to get out there and get a chatbot live and start you know helping the business yeah and it doesn't mean that it can't be uh, fully branded to the to the um uh, people uh, you know to the, the company that we're engaged with it will be you know it'll have their own little icon they have all their names the colors the hexadecimal colors and all that type of stuff totally on brand and and the stories are changed for them but it's just that all the logic's already thought through so you know there's as much editable content in there as they would have in a fully bespoke project but it's a starting point and it makes it very easy then to sub edit it rather than trying to create the the conversation flow uh, from scratch so that's that's where everybody wins you know and, and the client wins because they simply can't think about where to start you know and they just don't know where to start and we, we provide them with a massive starting point and, and if people are wondering well what sort of things are we talking about in terms of time scale well we've seen these turn around in a week compared to months yeah. where people have you know i guess uh hung over these projects for ages and wanted to get all the teams involved actually there's just a, it's just made it quick and simple to turn it around so week, weeks instead of months for sure yeah and and i mean you know it's well i would say it's days rather than weeks because a lot of the stuff from our perspective is very quick but like you said it's the feedback from client that's the problem you know and, and that's the bit that uh, can cause the delay um and them not being sure so we see a bit of procrastination because they're not quite sure where to start and I, and that's fair enough with anybody that's never bumped into these things before um but you know we've dealt with all that now and uh, i think this essentials is a good starting point but to be honest if you want to start with any project we've pretty much got it nailed down so it's very easy for you to enter into it anyway yeah, yeah. Good stuff. okay well i've spoke a lot about chatbots there um, um the final one i wanted to pick up was um back in mid-november we spoke about developers being in short supply now i know from some of our clients that they <laughs> 
in the nicest possible way they'd like to not have to use our development team to help them <laughs> <laughs> try and get rid of us but they know they can't is that that's still the case yeah yeah we, we the thing is we can be so much more dynamic than an in-house team because the in-house teams are always flat out you know the thing is if you are employing a new developer you want him 100 percent uh working on stuff that you've got planned uh but the problem with that is then anything new a new initiative that comes out of the wings because that's what happens in business is you get new things that go we have to react to this they can't be reactive uh so the what we're finding is that where we do this um development support for uh businesses they they can't do nearly as much as we can in the time frame that's needed you know because we just step in and do it you know they've got a contract with us to do x amount of hours a month and we do that x amount of hours a month and they can ask us to do anything within that time and that means then they can react they can be dynamic they can bring stuff in we can do small projects for them we do all that type of stuff and it's now becoming the fact that they they're going no we know you can do it it's us it's we we can't do it <laughs> you know we've got no yeah, chance yeah. of getting that done you know and it's not always a capacity thing because like you say you can employ a developer but that doesn't mean that no. they're uh, they're competent in all languages no that's right and of course when you employ somebody like a company like us then we've got breadth so that if um you know if bob can't do the work then joe can you know and uh, we get joe to do that piece of work for you but it doesn't mean that you have to pay for two you're paying for the hours and that's the end of it you know so it does actually make hell of a, a lot of sense you know if you've got some old stuff that you really just need support for now and again and you can't really justify a large um, salary for a developer then you know the flexibility we had is it's really working well for quite a few clients now good stuff good stuff okay well that's that's it from me steve was uh what did you have in mind to ask me well i suppose we've had some really exciting night names and clients come in and we've you know we drip them in here and there on our conversations but what are the most exciting clients that you think we've we've kind of uh, been working with this year what's what's your take on that the, the, well, I mean, the one that stands out for me as a project is definitely the is the Age UK one. Yeah. If I was to pick one, uh, and specifically, obviously, starting with Age UK Norwich, we're bringing other partners. We're even bringing in national partners now with regards to looking at bringing on Age UK, well, sorry, Age Cymru, which is obviously Wales. Um, and I really like the idea of this technology for good story and how we can, not that we want to remove humans but we just want to make sure that those pounds that get donated that fundraising that they do goes further than it ever did before to yeah. allow them to really help and support the people that need it and i know that we've battled on it about this a lot but i think it is such a powerful story but i'll be honest with you just that the client wins even from small little restaurants where we've turned something around really quickly for them from exercise gyms where you know you've got CEOs taking phone calls with inquiries you know that just shouldn't be the, the case where actually we could just completely game change those businesses and say actually we've got the bot answering questions now about cancelling a booking or I'm running late or uh, how do I amend my booking or what you know whatever whatever it is right that actually we're we're not only just helping those businesses be more efficient but it's also that we're providing their customers with a better experience and I think that just 
is is a really great thing going into 2022 and then showing really other organizations how it should be done and hopefully that those people then come to us and go hey remember that job you did for those guys well they've you know they were really pleased with it can you do the same thing for us and replicate that and that's what we're starting to see now which is really nice where people just go hey we just want what they've got we just want what they've got (laughs) and and, you know that just makes it really easy for everyone because when you spoke about that starting point when people have got something to refer to or another project they've said that they like it just makes it either easier for everyone including obviously ourselves to go that's what they want we'll make sure we give them that so that's the uh that's the you know i wouldn't say there's anything specifically outside of age uk that i would want to name drop now but i think uh you know i'm I, I love doing all the projects that we get on board and it's nice that we do it across a plethora of industries from sports clubs like queen spot rangers to the gym groups the leisure fa- leisures facilities the restaurants the charities all that kind of good stuff uh, you know i think it's all it's all really good and um i suppose the big shout out now is to look out for the same work we've been doing for chatbots is to try and uh look at the voice side uh, because we're now looking at voice packages that aren't a dissimilar um uh idea to the to the chatbots but they're packaged up in the same way that we can start offering a more accessible uh voice delivery uh to businesses that are not necessarily have to be multinationals to to afford it you know because this technology is expensive technology but we are looking at pulling that back and making a package so that it's a good starting point people can understand it and they can actually um they know that it'll work from day one without it being too extraordinary and that's kind of the the thing that we're trying to bring into 22 is this accessibility of this technology rather than it being just oh, well it's all right if you've got the budget uh, but if you haven't necessarily got you know tens of thousands of pounds to look at this maybe you you can because it's it's uh, you know a more accessible fee I think the uh, the thing is that one of the one of the ways that COVID, I guess, has affected our industry is that it is um, it's decelerated the speed at which companies were innovating. Yeah. And I know probably if I went back to 2019 and I looked at some Gartner reports about voice and Google Assistant and Alexa, that that was probably due to be way more prevalent than it is right now. And so I think in 2022, what we might see is people catching up with that and people looking at voice as a way to be more inclusive, more accessible, because not everyone wants to go on the web. Um, you know, not everyone wants to go on social. <laughs> I think even less people maybe want to go on social these days. But hey, um, I think what we might see in 2022 is more people looking at ways that they could exploit this by deploying their own bot on Google Assistant or Alexa that people can then engage with and just say, you know, hey, Google, talk to Disruption Works, and that launches the bot that then you can have a conversation with and get all the, you know, get those uh, FAQs out there just through voice. Really simple to do, super quick and easy to do. And uh, yeah, I think that's maybe one of the trends that we might start seeing in 22, along with, you know, updating the VRs and the traditional call center methods where actually a voice bot can, you know, deal with the call end to end. So I think these are some of the things that people might start getting back to once we're 
over the hill with this stuff and people are back on track is that your thoughts yeah i'd, I'd say so and and i i feel that voice is such such a um uh, an important channel because of the inclusiveness you know we we do bang on about uh, smartphones and things like that but you know there are whole swathes of our society that can't operate apps and so on smartphones they can make phone calls they just need a landline they need a just a phone of some sort to access automation that we do on voice you know they just need to make a telephone call and facilitating that has much wider ramifications than an app because the apps are very very limited in their reach to people that uh, just are in the struggling our society to access the same services and i think that's such a shame and um, we do exclude them you know we have the businesses tend to make the assumption or a lot do that uh, it's a smartphone target uh, or a web uh, web-based target you know and, and i know that you know the older generations tend to have a, have issues with that even if they've got smartphones you know they may own the smartphone but whether they get the use out of it is another matter you know, so those things are, are things that I've, I'm quite passionate about. And I'd, so I'm really looking forward to that being a, a game changer for next year. Yeah, certainly. The more barriers I think that we can we can tear down um, to make things more inclusive and accessible, then I think the better. And it's a nice story for us as a business as well, which is, you know, just a great thing yeah. to do. Yeah. Well, we, su- we support charities and stuff as we do, you know, and that's, uh, you know, we do work for charities, but we also support some as well. And and I think it's you know part of our story that we carry on doing that. And if we can provide really good value uh, solutions uh, that are within reach of, of every organisation, then that to me is that, that's a win. You know, big win for us. Definitely, definitely. Well, good stuff. Well, Steve, thanks so much for your time. I hope uh, everyone's enjoyed listening to the podcast this year. Stay tuned for 2022 because this is going to be a continued thing that we do. And if again, as I drop in there every now and then, if you've got some ideas, some of the things that you want to talk about, um, do drop us a line and uh, we'll be more than happy to discuss those topics. So thanks very much and have a great Christmas. Yeah, have a great Christmas, Sean. You look after yourself. <laughs> All right. Cheers now. Bye-bye. All right. Cheers Bye. now. Bye. Okay, so thanks everyone for joining us on the Disruption Works podcast. If you'd like to find any of the previous episodes or series, then just search Disruption Works Chit Chat on your favourite podcast platform. Next week, we'll be talking about chatbots, voice development and everything in between. So I hope you can join us then.